everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Thank you for being here. Welcome. I am excited today. My topic is women and work and money. And while I know I can't tackle this entire topic in one podcast, it is near and dear to my heart to begin this conversation. I've been coaching several women who are entering back into the workforce or entering the workforce for the first time or creating their own business or following their own creative passion, such as writing a book or starting a ministry or following a dream that God has put on their heart and they are saying a great big yes to it. Now, as many of you know who have done this before, what comes up for us when we say our great big yes, a lot of times doubt might come up or a feeling of overwhelm or a feeling of imposter syndrome. Who do I think I am to do this? And I get to coach people through that. So there's the mindset work, right? Taking every thought captive and not allowing those doubts to overwhelm us. Speaking of overwhelm, there's a lot of times this feeling of overwhelm with the schedule, right? So they may need coaching on time management. They may may need coaching on scheduling kind of uncovering what works best for them. I've been doing a lot of work with the Enneagram, and if you're familiar with that, you recognize that what's needed for, say, a seven is going to be different than what's needed for a three, right? And so when you kind of figure out your own needs um, as a person and as a business owner and as or as an employee or as a boss, those kinds of things, you get to... Set up a schedule that works good for you. You get to maybe schedule breaks if you need them. You get to schedule rewards. Like there's all these different things we can kind of work through so you feel efficient and effective in your work. So there's that whole side of it, that tangible tools, strategies, all of that. And I love coaching on that. I love coaching on marketing. Like if you're starting a business and you're interested in, all right, how do I get the word out there? I am the coach for you. (laughs) I could talk about that for hours and days. I love talking about that. I love talking about messaging and all of it. And so I'm just super excited about this whole just group of people that I'm working with and I want to do more of it. So if, if you're somebody who's branching out into your own business or you're somebody who is starting a new career, call me. You know, some of my clients I've worked with are young people in their 20s who just finished, you know, they graduated college, they graduated from master's, they have their master's degree. Um, Some of them are college athletes, like high performing, awesome, effective, intelligent people. And they've gotten the job that they want. And then they need coaching because they're kind of feeling empty. Maybe they're feeling a little lost. They're feeling a little untethered. And that's how we feel sometimes when, you know, in that situation, if you've been going through college and you've been going through your master's degree and you've been maybe even a college athlete, all of those things, you have coaches, you have teachers, you have accountability, you have somebody always watching you, you have somebody always telling you what to do next. You, your path is set before you and it's easy to follow that path. And what do we do when we get to the thing and we go, okay, now here I am. What do I do now? 
And so a lot of times we just need coaching through that new season, that transition. How do I set up my own accountability? How do I become accountable for myself? What resources do I need? What strategies do I need to keep me, you know, with the work-life balance? How do I how do I stay balanced? How do I stay just joyful and peaceful in the midst of these changes and this new season? And I work with a lot of moms like myself who stayed home with their children when their kids were young and then want to get back to work. And this may be like they're getting into a new career, um, you know, where they're applying for a job or they're starting their own business or, like I said, writing a book or um, doing some sort of creative endeavor and they're ready to say yes and they've jumped in. And so I kind of meet these people at different stages, right? Sometimes it's right before they jump in and we're, we're doing a lot of mindset work around overcoming fear and trusting and all of that and taking the leap. And then sometimes I meet with them when they're kind of right in the middle of taking the leap and they're a little bit afraid, but they've kind of done it and they're not sure what to do next. And we can strategize together and again, work on the mindset, taking every thought captive. And then there's the people who've taken the leap. They've said yes. They're super courageous and super confident. And then they get in that situation and they start to wonder, um, what have I done? (laughs) What have I done, right? So they got past the scary fear part and now they're just kind of in this overwhelming part and they're thinking, have I made a mistake? And I get to come in and say, no, you haven't made a mistake. No, you haven't made a mistake. Let's take every thought captive. Let's turn it around. Let's see all of those things you're seeing as liabilities, as assets. Let's look for opportunity and possibility. Let's do this thing and we can strategize together. And so I get super excited about all of this. And I just wanted to share with you because I posted something on Instagram and Facebook about um, women and money. One of the things that comes up a lot, uh, especially when women are kind of creating their own business um, or if they're creating, they're going after their own creative endeavor. A lot of times what comes up for me um, as I'm talking to clients, what comes up for clients is they're afraid to ask for money. They're just afraid to ask for money. And it's almost like as women, we've been conditioned and socialized to think that we should just work for free. And this is just blowing my mind. I mean, this is just for me, it's making me so curious about what in the world, where did this come from, right? And so I've started just asking people and really having some great conversations around, is this from society? Is this from our family? Is this from the church? And honestly, it's all of it. And so a lot of us are carrying around um, some real baggage about money. And so I just wanted to talk about that. Now, I know that many of us have taught, been taught to be humble, right? We've been taught to be humble. And humility is amazing. Jesus taught us humility. And I love humility. I want to be humble too, right? But I also was born confident, and I'm on the Enneagram, I'm a three, so I was born to achieve. Like, I, that is where I get my energy. Like, I like to go for things. I like to do things, right? And my um, book that I'm reading, that I'm, we're actually doing a book club on right now, by John Maxwell, Winning with People, one of the questions that he asks in um, the book is, what's the main difference between people with big egos and with great confidence? 
Why is a big ego undesirable and why is confidence desirable? And so that struck me because I feel like it's the same conversation I'm having about, you know, as women and just as humans, being humble doesn't mean that we need to be doormats. Being humble doesn't mean that we need to do everything for free. So what's the difference? How do we separate it, right? I have a great story. A a good friend of mine who is just an amazing mother, she is an amazing woman and she is a great business person. She has stayed home with her kids for the last 16 years and now is getting back into the workforce, into a sales job, like travel the whole nine yards. She's going for it. And she just interviewed for a job and it's highly competitive industry. And she said something to the interviewer that I have to share with you. I mean, she told me this story and I said, you need to immediately write that down and text it to me because I'm going to be sharing it um, because it's amazing. And I think it's the difference between a big ego and confidence. She doesn't have a big ego. She's humble. She's dedicated her life to raising her family. She is made sacrifices in her own needs and wants to serve her family. Yet she has confidence and she knows what she brings to the table and she's unafraid to say it. And here's her quote. She said when she was interviewing, she said to the person interviewing her, I want you to know, I laid my career down on my own volition I wanted to stay home and raise my children, and I haven't regretted that decision for even a second. But I have been waiting for this moment that we are living in for 16 years to get to go back to work. I will tackle this territory with the ferocious appetite of a hibernating bear. Your other candidate can't possibly say that. That is confidence. And I love that she took what someone might see as a liability. Like, where have you been for the last 16 years? And she turned it into an asset. She's hungry. And she's still humble. So I don't, I don't want to say that those are mutually exclusive. Like, in, in order to be competent, you have to have a big ego. That is just not true. You do not have to. You can be humble and you can be confident. And I think this is where we get tripped up. I asked a friend, I reached out to her and I said, do you think, and just on this topic, because she said she had a lot of trouble asking for money too when she started her business. And I said, why do you think this is? Is this just society or is this the church or is this our family of origin? What, what's going on? And, it, and, and again, it's all of it, you guys. It's all of it. But there's a special kind of hesitancy that comes to those of us that might have been raised in church. And I think that it's worth exploring. What are your thoughts about money? In general, is it bad? Is it good? Do people that have it, are they bad? Are they not humble? Do people that not have it, are they not worthy or are they more holy? It's fascinating when you start to really look at it. 
what are my thoughts about money? And what are my thoughts about myself with regards to money? Do I deserve it? Am I worthy? Does my work have value? What am I bringing to the table and is it worth getting paid for? And then finally, if I believe it's worth me getting paid, if I believe what I bring to the table is valuable, how can I ask for it? What is getting in the way of me asking for it? I'll give you an example. Okay, so you just have a talent for decorating. You've always loved it. It's your passion. In your free time, you're reading decorating magazines. You love to paint furniture. You love to change the paint colors in your home. Whenever people come to your house, they say it's so beautiful. They love it. They ask you for advice. And so for years, you've just been giving out free advice about what paint color to use or what fabric to choose, right? And then all of a sudden, you realize, wow, a lot of people are asking me for my advice in this. And I'm, I have the opportunity to talk to a lot of people. So these relationships are before me here. And I have this opportunity. I'm getting asked a lot. So obviously, I have the skills. I have the talent. I have the passion. I love this. I'm going to go ahead and start a business. I'm going to go ahead and hang my shingle up. And I'm going to um, start a decorating business interior design. And so you you put it out there and immediately people start calling you. And so you're feeling like, wow, I'm really in the flow of what I'm doing here. And maybe there's people who are like, absolutely, you know, you ask them for the money, you say it's going to be this much, they say, okay, and it's all good. And you feel great about that. And then sometimes there's people who don't want to pay you or who him and haw or maybe you him and haw about the price and so it's super awkward. So you end up giving them a great deal. Um, sometimes in those situations, what happens is you end up feeling resentful because you're doing it basically for free and they end up not being really involved in the process or not really appreciating the work that you're doing because you're doing it for free. And... So I just want to offer this up. If you're a person who people are coming to asking questions and needing advice on anything, it could be interior design, it could be how to bake really good cakes, it could be how to knit, whatever it is, if you have this skill and people are asking you and it's going to be labor intensive for you to kind of help them out with this. And you feel like, wow, I really kind of want to start a business doing this. I want to offer this, maybe sell things on Etsy, maybe make an online course. I have these ideas about what I want to do. I want to encourage you to upfront decide what the cost will be and to stick to it. This is one of those situations where fear might come up or nervousness might come up, but you just have to go with it and you have to understand from the get-go that what you are providing is worth getting paid for. If you don't believe that, you don't have a business, you have a ministry or you just have relationships where you help people and that's okay too if you decide that's the route you want to go. But if you decide you're hanging up a shingle, you're putting out that LLC, you're getting everything going, um, you're going to start a business, you need to get comfortable asking for payment. 
People want to know up front, how much is this going to cost me? And you need to be confident because you are confident in your skills and your abilities and what you bring to the table. So yes, you can be humble. You can be kind. You can have a generous heart and you can want to serve others and you can still get paid. Amen? Or as Ali and Peloton always says, yes or yes. <laughs> All right. I am rooting for you guys. I am excited to hear about everything that you're up to. And as usual, please reach out if you want coaching. GreatBigYes1 at gmail.com or GreatBigYes.com. Click on the um, link to schedule your first coaching call. It's free. All right. Have a great day, you guys. You're doing great.